Hello and welcome to the Key Moment podcast. I'm your host, Leisha Holmes, and this is a podcast by a recruiter with guests from across the business world. So whether you're a fellow recruiter, an entrepreneur seeking inspiration, or a business enthusiast just listening in, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields on a variety of hot topics. So thank you for listening to The Key Moment. Welcome to The Key Moment. And uh, my next guest is Mark Nealon of Dare Recruitment, who is a business entrepreneur, mentor and coach. Welcome, Mark. Hello. Hey. How are you? All right. Very well, thank you. Thanks for joining me. Um, Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and your professional background? Yep. So we're just talking about 17 years in in recruitment. it's gone very, very quickly, although as I said, I think anybody who met me in the first year wouldn't have thought I would have seen 17 through. Um, so what do I do these days? These days I invest in a mentor, predominantly uh, recruitment startups. Uh, prior to that, I um, uh, ran, grew, uh, and then ultimately sold uh, a successful uh, recruitment business. Fantastic, that's brilliant. Well, thank you for that. So talk to me a little bit about why you've set up your investment business. How did that all come about? Uh, help people. I guess is the uh, long and short of it. So uh, what what do I do? It's a little bit different than just investing in them. So the idea is that I try and help them um, not only start and run a successful recruitment business, Mm -hmm. but uh, try and help them to become financially free. So it's very much about uh, helping to improve them as people. Yeah just as much as helping them to get what they want out of their career. So it's a more holistic approach? Something like that, yeah. That yeah. sounds fantastic. So Mark, <clears throat> what do you look for when you're meeting somebody to potentially invest in or mentor? Somebody who can learn, mm-hmm. or somebody who wants to learn. I think I think uh, somebody who, uh, it's not just about the money, because I think if you focus on learning, mm-hmm. um, uh, the profits will, will ultimately kind of uh, speak for themselves. So what, so potentially in that, person what do they need to demonstrate to you or to themselves to be at that point where they're asking themselves i want to learn more i want to develop uh not sure what do you mean mm. well just in terms of behaviors i mean is it somebody that's maybe working in a corporate business is it somebody that's thinking about going and setting up on their own but they don't, they're a bit afraid to do it themselves what do you tend to look for yeah i think you know anybody who has started a recruitment business um they've got that that drive in them, haven't they? Mm. You know, so that's that's the I guess that's the first and the main thing you're looking for is how, how badly do they want it? Yeah. Yeah, are they willing to sacrifice? Because I think anybody who has uh, run uh, a recruitment business knows that it's a mental game in more ways than one. <laughs> you live and breathe it 24-7. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know it's tough, isn't it? Yes. Um, definitely. You know, I, I think I think no one's got all the answers. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, so it's somebody who kind of wants to be something. Uh, wants to create something, um, probably wants to. There's there's a there's a bigger reason why than just the money, as I said uh, as I said before. Um, but I think people with a, with a growth, I think people with a growth mindset might not be a bad way of summing up. Yeah, absolutely. So from that perspective, what do you think makes a good mentor? Um, I think they, they give a shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, is mm. is the is the simple answer. Um, I think it won't be about them, mm-hmm. it will be about you. Okay. So from that perspective, if somebody's potentially looking at going with a business mentor or business coach, what do you think they need to be looking for to ensure that they're getting the right person rather than it just being they've got a great brand or a great website? 
are there particular elements that you should be looking for in terms of what that business mentor can give you? Yeah, that, and I think that that's uh, I think the onus is on both parties to yeah. ensure there's compatibility. Mm. So I think a good mentor they will have um, maybe almost a checklist right. in terms of what they're looking for, okay. in terms of people that they can help. They can help, yeah. Because if it's, if it's, if it's the wrong person mm. and they don't quite have the right skills that, that match up to what you can offer them, yeah. then um, it's a waste of time for both of people. Of course, it's not going to be a success, is it really? No, yeah. You need a personality fit. You know, I've had it before where you know, I've tried to help one or two people and you just kind of don't get on. Do you think there's a likability aspect then? Definitely, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think from the... I think from the mentee, um, you know, they need to be looking at, um, you know, has this person done what I want to do? Correct. So, uh, you know, when, when I was a kid, mm. I wanted to be a footballer. Right. Make that failed dismally, didn't it? Oh, Let's dear. be honest. You know. This um, time yet, Mark. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I'm still keeping it real. I still play veterans football, actually. Okay. <laughs> Manchester Wolves, shout hey. out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, but, you know, when, when I wanted to be a footballer, you know, what do you do? Mm. I think you spend all of your time, you know, looking at the tally. And, um, you know, my hero was Brian Robson. Okay. So I'd literally try any, anything that Brian Robson did, I'd try and copy and I'd want to do. I think it's the same in business. Mm. I think. Um, you mirror the behaviors and what that person, actions that person has taken. Yeah, I, I think if you're looking for a mentor, mm. um, and I think the type of people who will be looking for a mentor are the people who want to go to the next level, people who want to raise the game. Yeah, and as yeah. you mentioned, people that want to learn. Yeah. Clearly, they yeah. don't just want to stay in one place. Yeah, so you know, if you're looking to raise your game, if you're looking to go to the next level, mm. I think the most simple advice is look at, look for somebody who, who is either at that level yeah. and uh, you know, it's somebody who's been there and done it, mm. and then they can hopefully tell you how to do the same thing. So they can use that testimony to then empower you to sort of get ahead of the game yeah. by investing in that mentor. Yeah. Who inspires you then? Obviously you've talked about Brian Robson, so we can keep it football or broadly speaking, who, who do you get inspired um, by? All right, so uh, I mean, it's a good, good question actually. So when you when you look for a mentor, I think going go back to your last question before I answer this one, I'm good at tangents here, nah. going off on one. But, um, That's why I invited you in. <laughs> not just because I'm mad. No, right, definitely right. not. Um, I, th I think one of the things you should ask them is who mentors them. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, over the last couple of years, I've been men uh, mentored by a lovely lady uh, by the name of Wendy, Wendy Whitaker Large. And she's actually from the property sector. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and, um, you know, she, she, she's a person that has inspired me over the last couple of years. So that's it. Uh, and that also, what, what I tend to find, I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to this, is I think most successful people are successful because they've been helped along the way mm. pretty consistently by key people in their lives. Yeah. And that person for me is my man. Yeah. And even you know, even even over the last few years, you know, I've I've had mm. times where I've kind of not not been in a good place, uh, you know, mentally, not been where I wanted to be. And I always find myself going back to base camp and she'll give me a kick up oh, the arse and tell me tell me how great I am. And then we rock and roll again and we go and you know, that's wonderful. Business. Shout out yeah. to all the mums out there. there. Yeah, that's really, lovely, man. Yeah, really important, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And just sometimes you don't need to overcomplicate who could potentially be a mentor. You know, you look for other people to influence you in your life. Yes. And it could sometimes be somebody that's actually younger than you that yeah. you don't necessarily automatically think is an authority. Yeah. That's really good. Really well, good life advice. Another thing I'd say, Alicia, is that I think I, I tuned into mentoring 
pretty late, really. Mm. I think I'd have done a lot better. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that old. I'm, no. I, I was, um, I was forty last week. Again, there's oh, another tragic happy story. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, life begins at forty. Let well, me tell I, you. <laughs> I, I, I probably only started seriously being mental probably around the age of thirty-five. Okay. I reckon if I'd have done it earlier, mm. um, I'd have been more successful. Right. More quickly. Um, so you know, it's out there and it's an option that's open for anybody. But I think what. Uh, what a lot of people do. I don't know whether it's because perhaps we, we sometimes think we've we, we know more things or we've got more answers than, than we do, or a bit of a scarcity mindset in terms of um, uh, worrying about uh, paying paying a few quid out for our own personal development. But um, I definitely I definitely recommend it. So what I mean on that following on from that point. If you are listening to this and you work for a company and you're really happy, but there's no sort of element of mentoring or coaching, you're just managed by somebody and there's training, there's development. Yeah. Mentoring and coaching is very much a different thing. So, you know, would you recommend that businesses consider getting in an external mentor or coach to come in and for those that want that learning and development away from just their job? Because it's like you say, broadly speaking, it's not just in how you do your job. Do you think companies would be receptive to that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm smiling as you're talking about it because yeah. I just think it's so nuts that any business wouldn't invest yeah. in people to come into the business mm-hmm. and to kind of really look at souping up and, uh, uh, put, you know, uh, really putting a fireball into the business via the learning and development mm-hmm. p- uh, culture, yeah. right, and the people. Um I think that, um, yeah, I, I, was, I saw a stat there the other day that only 15% of businesses, recruit businesses, um, use a non-exec or a person like uh, that. Okay. Now, you can bet your bottom dollar that those 15% are the businesses that are doing well. Yep. So, you know, there's a, there's a, in my opinion, there's a pretty simple hack if you want a successful recruitment business, mm-hmm. and that's look at your people, invest mm-hmm. in your people. Yep. So whether that's... Yeah, and I think a lot of the time, I was guilty of this um, in my younger days uh, as a you know director of a group business. You know, when you look at training, you know, you look at it as a cost, mm. and uh, when you do do some training, it's like the odd away day. Yeah, and um, when you do do some training, it's on you know how to close a job spec and that malarkey. You know, which is great, dead important. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But what about all the other stuff? What's inspiring your people? Yeah, you know, so. Uh, you know what's helping them to, to, to cope with all the mental trials and tribulations. Agreed. Yeah. So I think that's where a fresh voice in your you know in your business yeah. and someone that's really helping your people to be better people. An external I think, perspective. Yeah. I, th- I think that traditionally recruitment has been you know like you say this is the training it's about how to take a job spec how to close a candidate. There's only really been in the last couple of years this whole focus on mindset mindfulness. Yeah. The mental well-being of the people that ultimately our job is all about the mental side of what we do it's not a physical job it's a mental job so actually i think that you're probably quite pioneering in the recruitment sector specifically but in broader business as well i think that there has been a general shift towards people actually wanting to invest so that's i mean you know 15 is an incredible start there's a huge opportunity for companies to really sort of put something back into the people that they want to keep Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you see it all the time, though, don't mm. you? You know, we are a people business. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Most of them is yeah. rubbish. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, if you're a people business, then you should be over investing in comparison to your competition, yeah. in in uh, into in your um, recruiters' learning and development. Okay. Um, I think a lot of the time, 
it doesn't manifest itself into the uh, the money that the recruitment business spends mm. to make their recruiters better people. Yeah, no, the, I, I agree. The job that we do is nuts, isn't it? You know, if you think about it, it's built, kind of built on failure. Most candidates don't get the job. Most yeah. jobs don't get placed. Yeah. So if you think about the recruiter there. Yeah. And the emotional journey that they've got to go through to cope with that yeah, every it's day. Continual rejection, isn't yeah. it? That's why you get burnout. So you, I think I think the best recruitment businesses, what they'll do is they'll be, you know, really, really focusing on helping their recruiters to be better recruiters, to be better people, to cope with the rejection, better mindset. And if they do that, in my opinion, what happens? Well, the, the profits can come through at the end. And then you get your return on investment, which is what yes. they're ultimately so concerned about. Now you are po- possibly the most well-read recruitment contacts oh. I have you're always recommending is that told for boring not at all if I meant you know me well enough to know that if I meant boring I would just say boring <laughs> and you're definitely not boring Mark you are probably you know great best person I know to re- recommend great books to me in fact you've just done it on the way here today so it, give me your top three and I know I've not asked you in advance of this so off the top of your head your top three life-changing books that someone should jot a pen down now and get reading. All right, okay. Uh, off the top of the head, yeah. I'd say, well, the book I've just finished reading now is one of the best books I've ever read. It's about uh, culture and that type of stuff. That's a, a book called Legacy. It's about the All Blacks. Right. I know they've got something uh, that um, uh, re- kind of relates to this subject matter. One of their mantras is better people make better All Blacks. Mm, right, so, okay. you know, better people are going to make better recruiters. So it's yeah. relevant to this, I guess. Yeah. Um, another book, Tough Read, even harder to actually try and kind of live is uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's a, that's a great read, very, very tough, okay. but it's a good one. Why is it tough in challenging you all? Uh, it's not like it's not a fun read, okay. right? Uh, and it's tough, it's more, it's tough because the things that, you know, to live in a way that does that book justice mm. and bring all that together is really, really hard. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to live like a monk or anything like that, but you know, but it's, okay. re- it's really, really great stuff for anybody who wants to improve themselves. Um, I'm trying to think of a third one. Um, let's go for, uh, hmm, okay. Let's go for um, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Oh, can't beat Tony Robbins. Yeah, it's a good one. Fantastic. So I'm gonna get you to dust down your crystal ball here. Yeah. What future trends? do you see or future sort of development tools do you see coming in that can help people to either mentor themselves or to improve themselves in, in coaching? I know, like you said before, I think the recruitment market is cottoning on to the fact that um, it, it is more important to invest more money uh, uh, into your people. So I think that's happening generally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you see people, um, you talking about things like gamification. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see companies investing more into their own uh, training. And you also see more companies utilizing things, you know, the online training. I think there's like Recruit Boost or Recruitment Juice and things yeah. like that, yeah. they're, they're pretty good. So I think people will outsource certain parts of their, their training and use some of the online tools. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but you know, anybody can get the information it's out there. It's in the books. It's in the it's the will and the want to do it, isn't it? It is. I think um, I, I was I was helping a business out there um, a few weeks ago, and um, uh, I asked the recruiters in that business when was the last time they read uh, 
a book that could improve the way they perform at work. And you know, there weren't many hands going up, which is cool because I know, you know, in my early 20s, if somebody asked me that, I'd be like, what's this idiot going on about reading books? Because it's hard, isn't it? You know, we spend so much time hustling at work and, yeah. it's, and you know, sometimes the last thing you want to do is read a book. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty sad thing sometimes when, when you know, we're hiring graduates and the graduates will read loads and loads of books to graduate. And then I think the mindset sometimes is, I don't need to read or learn anymore. The learning stops once I've got my degree. Right. When actually... That's just when you're beginning, isn't it? This is when you need the books the most. Yeah, so I'd kind of say, you know, a really cheap way of making sure that you, or easy ROI, is can you create a learning and development culture where you can inspire your people to pick some of these great books up? Because if they're still inspiring me and I've got 17 years worth of recruitment experience and I still think I need these books, you know? I'm going to set up a recruitment book club. Online forum, I'm, yeah. I'm seriously thinking I'm about gonna, it. I'm, gonna be no, I'm now going to be known as the boring recruitment no. book nerd. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I'm in a book club. I, there's no, there's no, no, nowhere, nothing negative from me at all. You've mentioned a couple of times that you are 17 years in recruitment, Mark. Yeah. If you could wind the clock back to 2001, what one piece of advice would you give to that young Mark Nealon? Uh, okay. Uh, oof. Um, I'd say look after your mind. I'd say fill your mind full of positive gear and keep filling it up because what, you know, there's a, there is one of those sayings is, you know, uh, how we think determines how we act. Mm -hmm. And again, because recruitment is so tough, it's an endurance race if you're, gonna, if you're gonna stay the course. It's an endurance race for the recruiters and it's certainly an endurance race for anybody who runs a recruitment business. Mm -hmm. So if you think you can get by and get through because you're a tough guy mm -hmm. and, uh, or, or girl, um, just because you are so tough mentally, it'll wear you down. So I think it's really important to look after yourself. And the biggest, you know, look, look that, 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 that encompasses looking after your body, probably more than I have done from, from time to time. Um, but the most important asset and tool that we've got is our brain and our mind. Correct. That can flip if you don't look after it. It could become negative and your actions will become negative. So I think if I could give myself that advice, I'd probably fill my mind full of more positive stuff Absolutely all the time. It. And that's a perfect way for me to ask you my final question, which cool. is, what is your top mantra for success in life? Oh, right, okay. Focus on the process, not the outcome. Mm. There you go, straight away. So that's Bang, boom. Yeah. Love it, Mark. Yeah. Mark, you've been an absolutely brilliant guest. You really have. No you've made me smile, and I'm serious about the book club. So thank <laughs> you for joining me, and thanks for listening to The Key Moment. No worries. See you later. Thanks for dropping into the Key Moment podcast. You can listen through iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and SoundCloud or whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Just search for the Key Moment and be sure to subscribe to get a brand new episode every week. We'll see you soon. <laughs>